Ruchem Abba, welcome everyone. Thanks everyone for joining this uh, very special program on uh, the Ramban Al Haparsha. We'd like to share with you a number of thoughts on five fundamental pieces on the Ramban on Parshas Shemais. We speak about the commentary of the Ramban. Reb Shloim Avolba in the Ale Shor sets forth four areas that every committed Jew has to be familiar in meaning four areas in learning that a person could study many, many things, many mesechtas, but in order for a person to be considered somewhat of a shalem, to have a completion in their knowledge of Torah, they have to have a yediyah, they have to be knowledgeable in the following four areas. Rav Volba says, Sefer Mesil Sisharm, every Jew has to be familiar in uh, the Mesil Sisharm of the Ramchal to have sort of a handbook and a, a guide in the path in life of how to acquire Yerushamayim and how to strive in Avedis Hashem. The Revolver writes Mishnabura to be able to know Halachalamaisa, for a person to be able to know how to act um, practically uh, with uh, all the various um, activities that a person is involved in. Then Revolver says a Jew needs to know. <clears throat> with the commentary of Rabbi Yoyna to be able to be kind to acquire Midas Toivais. And Revolva says, a Jew must know Chumash and Rashi, to be able to know the fundamental ideas of Chumash, and the commentary of the Ramban. It says Revolva, the tenets of Emuna, the basic principles of Hashkafa, are found in the Ramban al Torah, and many of them we will actually discover in this week's parsha, Parshas Shemais. Let's begin by reading the Ramban's Hakdama to Sefer Shemais. Ramban says, Hishlim of Sefer Bereshish Shu Sefer Hayitzira. The Pasuk, the Torah, completes the book of Bereshish, which is the book of creation. Now the Ramban is implicitly bothered. How is Bereshish? Why is Bereshish called the book of creation? The whole Sefer doesn't speak about the creation of the world. Only Parshas Bereshish speaks about the creation of the world. Says Ramban, well, Bechidosh HaOilam B'Yitzirah Kol Noitzar, it speaks about the creation of the world and how all of creatures were formed. And then the Ramban says his famous principle that the activities of the Avais were the Masay Avais Simen Labanam created the history of the Jewish people. So even the stories of the Avais were part of the book of creation. Over Mikrei HaAvais, and in the happenings of the forefathers, Shehim Ke'inyin Yitzira Lazaram, which was a sort of creation for their descendants, whom they should call Mikrayim, because all the activities, all the events that happened to our forefathers, Tziure Devarim, illustrated the matters, Lirmois, to allude Ulohidia, and to make known, call Asad Lavailahem, what will happen to them and their descendants. So the book of Bereshis is called Sefer HaYitzira. But now, says Ramban, after we've completed speaking about the creation of the world, Hischel Sefer Acher, now we begin a different book. What is this book about? That which has been created through Maisa Bereshis, the creation of the world, and the activity of the Avais. Which deals with that which was created from those activities of the Avos. Now, Sefer Shemais speaks about the first exile. Now, the first exile, Hanigzar Beferish, was decreed explicitly to Avram Avinu at the Brisbane of Mitzrayim, the Hagu'ulamimenu, and also talks about the redemption from Mitzrayim. Therefore, the Ramban says, this would answer an obvious question on Sefer Shemais. Sefer Shemais begins with the names of 
the children of Yaakov who came down to Mitzrayim, why does the Torah mention that? This was already mentioned in Parshas Vayigash. It says the names of all of Yaakov's children that came down to Mitzrayim. It lists all 70 Nefashas. Why rename the Jews that went down to Mitzrayim? The answer is, here we're naming them not for the purpose of counting them, but rather because the bondage, the Shibud, began when they descended to Mitzrayim. So we have to sort of start the stage of of Golos from the beginning, which is when they descended. Therefore it goes back, and it says the names of those who went down to Mitzrayim, and their number, even though this has already been written in Bereshis, because the descent of the Jewish people was the beginning of the Golos, because that is when it began. And since Sefer Shemois is a book of exile and redemption, we have to go to the beginning of the exile, namely when the Jews first came down to Mitzrayim. Now, the Ramban is, uh, now has to address the following question, because if the book of Shemos is a book of redemption, so then the book should really end in Parshas B'Shalach when we, when we go through the sea. Why do I need the Parshios of the construction of the Mishkan? Why do I need Parshas Yisrael about the giving of the Torah? What do the giving of the Torah, what do the erection of the Mishkan have to do with the redemption of the Jewish people. And, the, and here, the Ramban says, the exile does not is not complete. The exile is not complete. Until they return to their place, and they are restored to the level of their forefathers. Here, the Ramban says an amazing principle. That in order for the Jewish people to be considered redeemed, we cannot be considered redeemed until we go back to the level of Bereshis, the level of Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov. Says Ramban, when we left Mitzrayim, even though we left bondage, we're still considered exilees, we're consider, still considered in exile. When we left Egypt, even though we're technically, we left the house of bondage, we're still considered in exile. Because, says Ramban, Ki they were in a land that didn't belong to them, the Vucham Bamidbar, confounded in the desert. But when we get to Harsinai, Uchshabo El Harsin, when we get to Sinai, Mishkan, and we build the Mishkan, and God returns and resides the Shechina among the Jewish people, then they reach and are restored to the Madriga of the Avais, namely Avram Yitzhak and Yaakov, Ashavu Malas Avaisam. At that point, they reach the Madriga, the level of their forefathers. Now, this is an amazing thing. What is the level of Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov? We know that the Shechina resided on the tent of Sarah, on the tent of Rivka, in the homes of Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov. That is the highest Madriga. That is the epitome of Devekas Ta'ashem. This is what Chazal mean when they call the Avais, the Merkava, to the Shechina. So the Shechina that rested on Harsinai, and then was later captured in the Mishkan, and we're going to see the Ramban discusses this in the Parshios on the Mishkan, that was merely restoring the Jewish people to the level that Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov were on. Then they were restored to the level of their fourth father, Shahiyah Soyed Eloika Alei Ahalei, and the level of the Avais was the council of HaKadosh Baruch upon their tents. The Haim Haim HaMerkava and the Avais are the very divine chariot. Then, only when they receive the Torah and Sinai and they make the Mishkan, then they're considered redeemed and the story comes full circle that we go back to Sefer Bereshis. Therefore, says Ramban, the book of Shemais ends with the Shechina resting on the Mishkan. 
Therefore, this Sefer is completed, with the completion of the subject of the Mishkan, and the glory of God filling the Mishkan always, because that was, so to speak, a restoration to the Madrega of the first book of Chomish, which is Sefer Hayatsira, the book of creation, the creation of history through Avraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. I would like to take you to the Ramban, Perek Beis, Posek Chavhei. And there's going to be a, a, a theme in the writings of the Ramban, specifically on Sefer Shemais. Ramban is bothered that the Psukim are, speak at very great length about why Hashem ultimately decided to have mercy on the Jewish people. It says that the Jewish people groaned because of the work, and they cried out to Hashem, and their Shava Vatal Shava their outcry rose up to Hashem from the service, and God listened to their na'aka, God heard their moaning, and God remembered the covenant of Mitzvah and Yaakov, and God saw their plight, and God knew a whole long Megillah of why Hashem is redeeming them. Ask the Rabbah, what do you mean why Hashem is redeeming them? God told Avram, at the end of 400 years, I'm going to redeem them. Now, 400 years are up. So why this whole arichos, why this whole lengthy rationalization of why Hashem has to redeem them, he has to redeem them because he said when time is up, he's going to redeem them. So I perhaps would have said, maybe the time is not up because who said we should start counting the 400 years from the birth of Yitzchak? Who says we should count the 430 years from the birth of Yitzchak? But the Ramban doesn't go for that. The Ramban is bothered. Why, in fact, does God need an excuse to redeem them? He said he's going to redeem them when the time is up. So the Ramban says such an important idea, a fundamental idea. Perek Beis, Pasuk Chafhei, the end of the Ramban. The Torah speaks at length many reasons why Hashem had to redeem them. God heard their outcry. God remembered their covenant. God saw. I know. Says Ramban, Ki Afal Alem. Not like we would perhaps suggest that the time wasn't up. The Ramban says, No, the time was up. But God still could not redeem them. They were not worthy to be redeemed. Yet the time was up, but they didn't have any merit. And therefore God couldn't redeem them. As the Navi Yechezkel says, they had worshipped idols and other sins. They were Aaron the area, they were naked and bare of mitzvahs. So why did Hashem redeem them? In other words, the time was up. The only thing is, He couldn't redeem them because they didn't have the merit. So why did He do it? Ella Mibne Hatsa'aka, because they davin, they cried out. And because they cried out, God made the impossible possible. In other words, yes, God said He's going to do it. But, you know, we also had a responsibility. We also had to be loyal to God, which we weren't. So God couldn't do it. So if He couldn't do it, why did He do it? The answer is, because we cried out. And through tefillah, this is a, a great principle in the Ramban that the Ramban mentions a number of times in Shemais, in this parish, as we're about to see. Because of the outcry, he accepted their prayer in God's infinite mercy. Let's continue on this theme. Because the Ramban has a, a lengthy exposi- exposition. What exactly Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to know when he said, you know, when the Jews asked me, God, what's your name? What should I tell them? And the Ramban explains his perush on what Moshe Rabbeinu was asking and then the Ramban quotes the commentary of Chazal that Moshe's question to God was, what should I tell the Jewish people? 
And God responds, tell them that my name is And God says, you know what you should tell them? Tell them, my name is I will be that I will be. And Rashi brings from Chazal. Tell the Jewish people, I will be with them in this tragedy as I will be with them in other Golosim. To which Moshe said, God Almighty, it's bad enough they have to hear about this Golos. Why, why should I tell them about future tragedy? So God said, good gazak, you're saying good. Don't tell them about future, just say I'm going to be with them now. The Ramban explains as follows. This is unbelievable. What is the single greatest proof that a Jew has to God's existence? And that God sees what we're doing and is mashgiach and controls every detail of our lives. What is the greatest proof that every Jew can tap into and say, oh, that's it. That's how I know there's a Rebbeinu Shalom. That's how I know Hashem knows my difficulty and my plight. That's how I know Hashem controls every detail of my life. Says Ramban, This is the intent of Chazal that Rashi quotes. Ki Moshe Omar Lafan of Yisrael, Moshe said to the Almighty, Ruli You know what Moshe was saying when the Jewish people say, "What's your name, God?" When Moshe was asking, "Sheyagid Lohem," that I should tell them, "Hashem," the name Sheyoyra Hayra Shlema, that is absolute definitive proof Al Hametzias Val Hashkocha that you exist and you control the world. In other words, Moshe was saying, "God, tell me." The clearest proof that I could tell the Jewish people that you're there and you control the world. To which Hashem responds. Hashem answers. Lama Why do they need to ask for my name? They don't need any other proof. Rak, all they need to know is I will be with them in all of their tsar. Yikrauni the Anna. I will call, they will call out to me and I will answer. You know what the greatest proof in the world that there is a creator and a mashgiach? What is our greatest proof that there is a God who knows and controls? Behi Haraya Hagidoila. This is the greatest proof. that there's a God in Israel. who's close to us. Bechol Karenu Elov. That whenever we call out to him, he's with us. There's a God who's a judge in the world. Says Ramban, the greatest proof that there's a Rebbeinu Shalom who knows and controls is the fact that when we're in a jam and we're in a bind, we call out to him and he answers us. Says Ramban, there's a Perush Nacha and this is a sound, correct interpretation by Agada Hazu in this Agadic teaching that Rashi quotes. So again, why did God redeem us even though we weren't worthy? Because we davened. What's the greatest proof to the Yibbam existence and His control of the world? The efficacy of tefillah. Let's take this a little bit further. The Ramban, Perak Dalet, Pasuk Yud. Moshe Rabbeinu says to God, Please God, I am not a man of words. Not yesterday, not the day before yesterday, not from when you first started speaking to me because I am heavy of mouth and heavy of tongue. Now the Ramban learns that, uh, quoting Rashi, that Moshe Rabbeinu hemmed and hawed for seven days, saying, I don't want to go, I don't want to take the, I can't be the leader of the Jewish people, I'm not the guy for the job. 
And the Ramban says the simple interpretation of this pasuk is Moshe was hemming and hawing. He was saying, because I've always been, I've always had a difficult time speaking. I've always been heavy of mouth since yesterday, since the day before yesterday, since three days ago, since the time you knew me. I was always of, I always had a difficult time speaking, and certainly now that I'm an old man, and therefore <coughs> it is not kavod for you to use me to take the Jewish people out of Mitzrayim. So Rabban has an amazing question. Moshe Rabbeinu is saying good. <laughs> One thing you need to be to be someone re- speaking and arguing and discussing with world leaders is you have to be a fluent speaker, a fluid speaker. So why didn't Hashem just cure Moshe's speech impediment? Says Ramban, Vine Moshe, Moses, because of his great desire not to go to Paroi, in other words, the question is on Moshe. If Hashem is saying to go and his only problem is he can't speak well, so he should have davened that Hashem should cure his speech impediment. But because Moshe Rabbeinu so badly didn't want to go, he didn't daven. But he claimed, He said, God, if you didn't take away my impediment, from time you told me to go, don't tell me to go because you didn't cure me, so I can't go. It is not possible for the master of all to send the Ishliach, a Rausfasayim who is heavy of lips, to a king of nations. And the question is so, okay, we understand Moshe didn't daven because he didn't want to go. So why didn't God just cure him? Why didn't the Shem just send him a refuah? Says Ramban, Kivan and I control, since Moshe didn't daven, Hashem didn't want to heal him. But Hashem said, look, you have a speech impediment, I'll help you out. I'll, I'll give you heavenly assistance. I'll be with your mouth. I'll be with your mouth and teach you what to say. Then I'll put the words in your mouth. But God didn't heal Moshe. Why? Because Moshe didn't daven. So, wait a second. It means you're telling me, here's a man, he suffered his whole life from a speech impediment. God, now if you, the Ramban would have said God didn't cure him because it was the will of God that he should have a speech impediment, that I could understand. But it seems like God was willing to heal him. Why didn't God heal him? Because Moshe didn't daven. We learned something tremendous from this. There could be difficulties in our life that don't necessarily have to be difficulties. There could be challenges we face that we could easily overcome. And the reason we're still dealing with them is we have not yet had the focus to pray. But if we would merely Hashem may be more than ready to bail us out of certain challenges and problems that we're dealing with. Even Moshe Rabbeinu would have been cured from his impediment had he only prayed to Hashem. Let us conclude with the words of the Ramban. Parag Dalet, Pasuk, Yud Gimel, Moshe Rabbeinu, says, God, shlach tishlach, send the one that you send. Rashi learns, send Aaron. Aaron is the one that you've always dealt with. Another Pshat Rashi says, send someone who you want to send, meaning, because ultimately I'm not going to lead the Jewish people into Eretz Yisrael, so send someone who will ultimately bring them into the Holy Land. Uncle sends it, uh, interprets the Pasuk, send someone appropriate. I am not appropriate because I 
as we mentioned earlier, am not a fluid speaker. However, the Ramban says, my personal pshat is, the most correct interpretation in my eyes, send anyone but me. Says Moshe, you know who's more fit for me? Every single person in the world. I am the least fit person to do this job. Says Ramban, the reason why Moshe Rabbeinu refused and demurred and kept on pushing Hashem off. Says this, the reason Moshe Rabbeinu kept on refusing was one simple reason. It was his great humility where he genuinely felt that everyone in the world was more worthy and cut out and appropriate to lead the Jewish people. He cannot find in his personality to elevate himself, to speak to a king, to glorify himself, and therefore he said, and to say, Hashem Shlochani, God sent me. Moshe Rabbeinu couldn't bring himself to that. Moshe Rabbeinu did not feel that he was more worthy than anybody else to take the Jewish people out and to be their leader. The reason Moshe uh, deferred and was pushing HaKadosh Baruch Hu off is send anybody. Moshe genuinely felt that he was the least worthy member of the Jewish people to lead the Jewish people out of Mitzrayim. So these are five um, very fundamental Rambans. May HaKadosh Baruch Hu give us the after the Shmaya to learn the principles and the hashkafas, hatayra, uh, besiyata deshmaya. Thanks everyone for joining. Wishing you a good Shabbos.